Hi, this is 86 The Podcast. I'm Amanda Lundy. And I'm Logan Padilla. And we'll be discussing uh, real restaurant reviews from real dipshits and also talking about some stories and insights that we have into an industry where we probably have a little too much experience. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as Anthony Bourdain said, there's no lower person than a Yelp elite. So So true. (laughs) So, you know, that being said, (laughs) we're going to be serving out some shade and two sides of judgment. So here goes. Here we go. Three, we're back here. Uh, we're here at uh, David's Tea, mm-hmm. uh, coming at you. They were nice enough to host us today. Um, very accommodating too. So awesome, and specifically the David's Tea on Bleecker. I come here almost every day. Um, I should be on payroll. Uh, so if you're looking for good tea, I would say pop down. Uh, again, shout out to David's. They're Wait, great. you should be on payroll for coming for, in and drinking tea every day? Because I'm here more than anyone else who <laughs> works can. here. Oh, all right. I was yeah. like, in what capacity? <laughs> because I'm, like, I'm hourly at this point. Right, I'm okay. here for four to five hours a day. Oh, my God. Give or take. <laughs> I was like, that's... <laughs> I use give or take as my scapegoat for anything. Like, use... How old are you? I'm like, 50, give or take? <laughs> 13, give or take? I don't know. I use ish. Ish. I use ish, too. But give or take, it's so open-ended. Yeah. It's like, you can give or take as many as much as you want. <laughs> it, it's like the um, like the buckets that you put change in. At you the don't holiday. give or take out of those. You can give or take no. out of those. You can take out of them. It's give or take however much you want. Only give. No one's standing there manning the bucket. It's like, if you want to take some change, take some change. It's like when they pass around the, like at the duplex, the piano player passes around a transparent top hat for tips. There you go. It's take. Yeah, I would just, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I was like, I would just take their tips out of there. <laughs> I, I feel like every time I'm there though, which is also frequently... Uh, there's always the one person who makes the, that joke of like, oh, how much do I take from this? No. Like, oh my God. You're so funny. Oh my God. Hilarious. Do you do comedy? Um, Could you it, do comedy? You know what I can't hear enough of, uh, is, uh, if I could give this place zero stars, it's like that classic one. Yeah. I feel like we're going to hear some of that today. Probably. <laughs> I'm not, no spoilers, but like, yeah, probably. Yeah. If I could give it zero stars, I would. Great. You, you know, uh, cool. there's a, you know, when you're in, especially when you're in the service industry too, you hear the same jokes. Pe- people make the same jokes. Oh, when they when the plate is clean and they say, "I obviously hated I it." I obviously hated it. Yeah. It was disgusting. Good one. Uh, I'm gonna laugh because you're paying me well, to laugh. <laughs> I just say I I just it's call and response for me now. I say the exact same thing to that joke every single time, but. Get the fuck out of my restaurant. <laughs> I take the empty plate and I smash it on the ground. I'm like, well, if you fucking hated it so much, why don't you just leave right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so when I, I, this fine dining restaurant that I worked at in D.C., I'm sure I've told you about a thousand times, uh, it was a seafood restaurant and people would be like, I'll have the halibut. Is this when you lived on a boat? No. Well, <laughs> no. I did live on a boat in D.C., Yeah, but it wasn't when I worked there. Okay. 
So, um, people would say, I'll have the halibut. You know, just for the halibut. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I want to kill myself. Just for the halibut. I wanted to, like... And I heard this joke all the time, and I would want to smash a glass on the table and stab myself in the <laughs> neck with it every time I heard this joke. Because I'm like, no, don't, please. I'll have the halibut. And then there's that, that like little pregnant pause before they deliver the punchline. I'm like, don't do it. Don't. 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 No. Just, just for the halibut. Oh, damn it. Uh... You did it. You did it. Oh, boy. Yeah. That is or... very clever, sir. Yeah, you're like, we're out of halibut. Uh, <laughs> we just ran out. Just didn't mention that, but or, we are. Right, yeah. Or, uh, Mahi Mahi. The fish so nice, they named it twice. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here with that nonsense. It's poor man's lobster, right? Mahi Mahi? Poor man. Was it Mahi? I don't think it's Mahi Mahi, is it? Oh. I think it's something else. <laughs> or maybe it's just lobster that they dig out of the garbage. <laughs> it's the leftovers. <laughs> it's the kind that you couldn't get out with that little fork and it's just inside the shell so you have to smash the shell a bunch. <laughs> That's poor man's lobster. Just taken out of the dumpster in the back. <laughs> Anything new and exciting since last week? You've had a crazy week, right? I, yeah, I have. I mean, obviously I work at a steakhouse in Midtown, so things are particularly uh, bonkers. At the moment, the holidays. Holiday Q4. Q4, baby. That's say. right. This is what we play for. This is what we play for. Um, or however that goes. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, something did happen um, last night that it, it upset some of my coworkers. Um, and and I kind of noted something about it. Uh, I was standing at the uh, in the service station. Uh-huh. And I'm divvying up a check for like 17 people. It was this really big holiday party. So they're like, put 700 on my card, put 650 on my card, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like doing this whole thing. And then uh, a guy comes up and he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, I just wanted you to know that I normally tip better. Oh, God. But I had to wait for my water to get refilled. Oh, my God, no. And there was just... Get the hell out. And there were a couple of us, including my barback, standing in the service station. And and we all kind of look at him like, huh? <laughs> What's happening? And, and I'm like, who, who is this guy? Did I serve you? Did somebody else serve and you? he says, he... I didn't eat here tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just screwed someone next door. But I but... wanted you to know <laughs> I normally tip better. Yeah. Just saying. I had to get that off my chest. But yeah. And, and my priest isn't currently holding confessional, so. <laughs> right. It's like 11 o'clock on a <laughs> Friday night. He's not open. Um, but my barback was especially upset, and he was like, what the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, look. It, Reasonably, I would be a little. Right. And I mean, it's. Well, I don't know that I would be that mad, but I would still be like. Right. It's, what's the point of this? What's the point of this? And. It's like I'm glad you saved yourself the twenty bucks yeah. on a on a you know three hundred dollar check. Right. You didn't have to tip me at all. You didn't have to say anything. Yeah. But also, I, I came up with this theory on the fly, uh, in that like if you're having a issue throughout dinner 
and you wait to say something until you've actually paid. Right. Like, you got your coat on. You're on the way out the door. You've paid. Your card's been swiped and everything. And then you say, I normally tip better, but... And then you throw out some... The piece. Whatever, whatever bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I came up with this theory on the fly. You're either a coward or a cheap fuck. Like, right. you wanted to save yourself some money. Congrats. You saved yourself $20. Or... You didn't have the balls to say anything while you were at the table. But I feel like the the cowardly thing, if someone is is a coward, when someone stiffs you, they generally try to avoid you at all costs. Like they stiff mm. you, they peace out immediately, and they're you know they're right. long gone. Generally, not always, but generally, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like yeah, I don't know, coward. Right. Nothing. I mean, cheap cheap piece of shit. Yeah. Yes, but like. You know, there's there's nothing I can do to make it right. I can't, you know, pay more attention to your water needs. You can't fix it now. I can't fix it now. But, like, also, you sat there and had a problem for your Holden. I don't know how long. Right. Could have been the last five minutes. Could have been, like, the whole hour and a half that you were there. But, like, couldn't say But anything. I doubt he didn't get a water refill for an hour and a half. Oh, no, he did. Like, yeah. I, I personally went over there several times. Yeah. Um... But, like, but alas, the, I guess the message is, like, you can give somebody great service. You can give somebody the best service they've ever had in their entire lives. And they can still, you know, stiff you or, you know, give you 10% or whatever. At the end of the day, eh, like, <laughs> it comes with the territory. Right. It's an occupational hazard. You win but, some, you lose some. But I'm like, I, but I stand by the fact that, like, sir, you do suck. Yeah. Like, I, I... We'll say that for sure. Like, yes, it comes with the territory. Yes, I choose to do this for a living. Right. But also, yes, you're, you're a garbage, garbage person. person. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, all of these things I know to be true. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah. It, there, there just seems, there's no, there was no point in him telling you at mm. all. Like, he could have just left. Right. I mean, again, yeah, he would still be... A shit person, but right. What do you think about people that scribble like little notes on the on their like signed copy of their credit card? So like, yeah, worst service ever. Change your attitude or something like that. Like I, I actually I've seen those from coworker like for coworkers. Yeah, and hid them from everybody to keep them from to keep to save their anybody feelings? from seeing it. Yeah, like. Like especially, well, you're if a fucking saint. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, look, look. I I've seen I've been I've been bartending for a very long time. Like I have coworkers who I, you know, I split yeah. tips with. I you know we split everything. We pool, yeah. but I also have the ability to close out their checks. Mm -hmm. So if they were serving somebody like down the bar or in the lounge or something like that, and they get like a nasty little note, I'll close it out, staple it, and hide the note in in a sea of other slips right so that nobody knows but me yeah um or i'll like giggle about it with somebody i'll be like oh my god look at this <laughs> <laughs> depends on who the person is who right. got the note right exactly i don't uh i don't think i ever really got a negative note um shockingly honestly <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i should have uh but I got some phone numbers a few times, and yeah. that was always, I was, some people, for some reason, I've heard get 
offended by getting even a phone number. And I don't know. I was always a little flattered that yeah, uh, I, mean, I would get a phone number. Uh, I agree with you there. I uh, don't think I've ever been offended by a phone number. Um, I've been... A- I've left my phone number on a receipt or two. Yeah. <laughs> look at you. At some Thai place in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, so... Right. And I miss those two as well, yeah. so... Uh, <laughs> I wrote it down and I waited by my phone for a week. <laughs> Nothing. You're, you're playing a different sport. You're, you're like, I haven't got any goals yet. And this like, is field hockey. Wait, do you get goals until Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I obviously don't know anything about any of these sports. This is tennis better. My, my, I was going to say, I haven't got any goals yet. Well, you're figure skating. You're but... figure skating. Yours is better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you let me fucking finish my joke. <laughs> Jesus. Well, have, sometimes we give we, we lay can't. it up and let the other one dunk it. I don't oh, know. Oh, like the time we recorded and I was sick and you laid it up and I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't. I know you're looking for the assist. You essentially laid that one up and I took it and slapped it away from the goal. <laughs> <laughs> the goal, the, what is it called? The net. Jesus Christ, I'm bad at sports. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, wow, we are not doing well in the sports category right now. <laughs> uh, quick question for you, though, yeah. uh, just because it's on my mind. Do you have any weird celebrity stories, like that have happened to you? Um, not, not particularly. Like I've, I've met plenty of. Obviously, you know we're in yeah. New York City. There's celebrities all over the place. I've met celebrities. I've served celebrities. Like, um, I've partied with celebrities, but it's not. I nothing crazy has ever happened. It's just like oh, you know, there's Michael Chiklis eating a burger. <laughs> um. That and that's, that's it. Like yeah. uh, it's there's not like entertainment tonight is storming through the restaurant to see yeah, him eating exactly. a burger. Yeah, exactly. And also, it's Michael Chiklis. Let's exactly. Let's um, be honest. The only re- he caught me. He caught me talking about him. I'm like, is that the guy that's rocks? He plays rocks. <laughs> like he is made of rocks. And somebody was like Michael Chiklis, and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the guy from? Uh... Is it X Men or Fantastic Four? Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name. Um, I was thinking about it because I, I I was thinking about I used to work at this place in the Upper West Side, and Bono was a regular there, and it was really just more of a strange behavior thing that he would take phone calls. Two two different instances. One where he just took a phone call, and it was it's closed since, but it was the busiest brunch spot in all of Manhattan at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was during a brunch shift, and Bono is walking, like, just weaving through the dining room, taking a phone call, just talking. Like, he, fucking, like he owns the place, you know. But she might have, I don't know. And but... it's like a food runner is standing behind him with a tray of food, and they're like, Bono, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me here? Get out of the way. I got, I got 50 tables of food to run. Yeah, go. Scram. Go. Uh, but, like, he would do this. Like, he would just take his phone calls in the dining room. Um, just waltzing around. But the weird, the really weird thing that he did was, uh, we had a cafe that was busy. And one day it was pouring rain, but people, people could still sit there because there was an awning and they wouldn't get wet. Uh, and Bono was out there with three friends and there are like these barricades or whatever, you know, that separate the cafe from the sidewalk. And the wind was blowing so hard, it blew one of them over. And before the end of his brunch experience, he stands up, 
seemingly without notice at all to the rest of the table, stands up, walks over the steps over the barricade, and just starts walking down the street in the pouring rain on the Upper West Side. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing that seems so Bono, though. And it <laughs> I wasn't, feel like it just seems like something he might do. But... Was it the barricade that cued him? He, it, like, it fell over and he's like, oh, well, that's my son. See you later. <laughs> like, you didn't say see you later. He just got up he and just started got walking. Up and left and evaporated into the clouds. Like, I like, I like walking in the rain. I like how the rain feels on my, like, face. I know mm. that's weird. Um, no, I get it. It's like a shower. But it's never, I've never gotten up from a table without a word to anybody and just walked off into the rain. I've at least said some parting words. Isn't that called like an Irish exit or something? I think something? so. As an Irish just person. Leave? Yeah, same. I take a lot of offense to it. Just kidding. <laughs> it is 2017. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> 2017, you can't say a goddamn thing to us. I was like, Irish. look, I can say Irish exit. <laughs> I don't even want you to talk about potatoes <laughs> uh, or beer. Uh, okay, so I, um, I've i got something a little unique. I was looking at this restaurant for a review, and when I, uh, I found a, a great one, I think. But in doing my research for the restaurant, I actually found others. So I'm actually going to be dedicating the entire episode to one restaurant because I have multiple. Ooh. For the same one. Uh, I like it. Yeah, and there's a bit of an arc. So right. we'll see how it progresses as we go. Sounds amazing. I hope it ends in a murder. It does. Ooh, it does. how exciting. It doesn't. Oh. Sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, murder, murder, murder. Yes. No. Only in the way of like, I, I love that true crime stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and the investigation is still open. I was like, ooh, <laughs> what are they going to do next? Also... Have we ever mentioned I, another podcast that's worth checking out is uh, My Favorite Murder. Love it! Have we mentioned that before? I think so. I think, yeah. We we probably, at some point... Yeah. If you're not it. listening to that, listen to this first, but then go listen <laughs> to that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop listening to us right now and change over. Just finish this and then go there. Yeah. Actually, um, it's funny that you say that. There's a show with uh, Neil Patrick Harris... Um, a sequence of unfortunate events. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a series of unfortunate events. A seri- I'm sorry, a series it's of. Unfor- based on that book series. Right. Um. And at the beginning, there's this like, thirty second diatribe of like, this is not pretty. This is very uh-huh. ugly. This is terrible, awful. It, there's no good part in the beginning, middle, or end. You should turn back now. You shouldn't watch it. And I was like, click, click. <laughs> I just like <laughs> sold. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I was like. And I just hit back, and I was like, well, find something. Like, they talked me out of it immediately. I'm watching Little House Hunters now. Yeah. <laughs> Which should start the same way, really. Right, right. <laughs> uh, this is going to be awful. Stop. <laughs> okay. And for me, I'm like seven episodes in, and I'm like, I shouldn't have gotten past episode one. This is terrible. What am I, I do not doing like here? This. Yeah. 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 Um, so the restaurant, though, that I have is called Bato Italian Bistro, and it's in Richmond, uh, California. Mm-hmm. Oh, first, first and foremost, before we move forward, corrections corner from the last episode. Oh, right. There are two uh, two little things that need to be pointed out, um, the first of which being something you said. Uh, what? Did I fuck up you again? You fucked up again. No, yet again. I'm so 
Sorry, Here Mom. we are. Here we are. I'm such a fuck up. <laughs> um, the correction is you were reviewing a you were re- reviewing a restaurant from Seattle and you called it 2021. It's actually 2120, but you're dyslexic, so you have. Well, look, I think we should just be happy I can read anything at all. <laughs> okay, like if you need to manage your expectations. Right. You got to get out of jail free card because of your dyslexia. Okay. What everyone's not hearing is that I actually mouth every word to you. Right. And then I cut out me teaching you how to speak. <laughs> and you just repeat what I say. Every episode is actually like 15 hours of recording edited <laughs> down to one. It takes us 35 hours yep. to get one episode out. Um, <laughs> Coming at you from tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I my mistake was... I reviewed Blue Hill at Stone Barns, uh, which is in Pocantico Hills, New York. Mm -hmm. And I said it was upstate New York because I did not do any research on it. It's not. It's in Westchester County, so it's like our neighbor, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) So it's right next door. Right. Um, But that's it. Well, in your defense, I say everything's upstate. Me too. I mean, I say the Bronx is upstate. It's upstate. It's a borough. It's one of the five boroughs. Upstate? Yeah, it's upstate. It's probably even Canada. I don't know. Look, if it's in New York and it's not in the city, I just say it's, it's upstate. It's upstate. Yeah. That's it. Right. Even Jersey may as well be upstate. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut? Upstate. Upstate. Maine? <laughs> upstate. It's very upstate. Look, 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 look. I'm not a mathematician. Uh, I don't I don't teach geography for a reason. Right. Anyway, so the restaurant is Bato Italian Bistro. It's in Richmond, California, and the first review is by Troy D. Uh who this is this is your current this is your this is the beginning of the arc okay yeah i have multiple reviews for this restaurant gotcha california california richmond california troy d uh he just wrote this six days ago and he gave it one star and actually as we said here we go we said you know people we hate when people say if i could give this zero zero stars stars, i would troy does this one better Troy begins the review with, if I could give a negative star, I would. Oh my God. So literally one better. <laughs> he did one better. Good job, Troy. Great. God. Ah, uh, you piece of shit. Clever uh, motherfucker, you. Now, bear with me. It gets a little confusing here. He says, it's not as if it's my fault I waited outside the doors late Saturday at 10 p.m. until some point Sunday early evening, 5 p.m., before I bothered to exercise a little situational awareness and realized the hours of operation sign posted that posted. Okay. Wait. Yeah, Wait. You, you read you heard it right. He Did... says he waited from ten PM on Saturday to five PM on Sunday. Wait, so he waited outside the doors of this restaurant for nineteen hours? Nineteen hours, he says. <laughs> no, I don't no, I don't know if he's trying to just be funny and he's failing at it. Right. Or I mean, the joke didn't land with us. Obviously, we're not the only audience, but... But... I'm confused now. Wait, hang on. Sorry to back you up a little bit more. Did he say, it's my fault that I waited out? No, he said, it's not my fault. Wait! He said, it's not as if it's my fault I waited outside the doors late. It sounds like it is exactly your fault. Like, only your fault. Unless... Something's keeping you there. Right? Like, was he chained to the front right. door? Yeah. Like, you look, look, look. Troy, if you're getting held against your will... Then I it's mean, not then your it's fault. it's not your fault. Valid. We're not going to victim blame you for being, like, held captive. Right. 
apparently at the door at doors of outside of a restaurant. We're not in the victim blaming business. We're in the <laughs> podcast and sex worker business, and that's it. So how's that going, by the way? Uh, very poorly, I've got to say. <laughs> I'm not going to make rent this month. <laughs> I am the worst sex worker. <laughs> 50000 for holding hands and end of list. It's mostly because I'm a never nude. <laughs> we can do this, but my three-piece suit stays intact. <laughs> I like, as a never nude, you always wear a three-piece yeah, suit. Yeah, I wear layers upon layers. Oh. Um, yeah, but if you're if you are chained to the door or whatever the case may be, fine. <laughs> Otherwise, it's only your fault that you've been there for 19 hours. Yeah. Uh, but he then he posts. He says he he noticed the the hours of operation sign posted that read they're open Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday from 4 to 8 p.m. and they're closed on Sunday. And then he follows that with seriously. Who works from four to eight? And then to have the audacity to be closed the entire day on Sunday. What a joke. He has a little bit of a point. Uh, well. with, <laughs> with who does open for four hours on a Saturday? That hit me as curious as well. Like, I have worked in 40-something restaurants. Yeah. Um, I've never... Which some... now clarifies that when we said we have like 50 plus, plus restaurants, restaurants between the two of us, it's mostly you. Right. I've it's got... Only because I can't hold a job. That's whatever. <laughs> I've got 12 restaurants under my belt. <laughs> uh, and you've got 40. Right. But but also I'm old and you're not. So Yeah, you're very old. But I've never worked anywhere where they're like, all right, Saturdays we're open from 4 to 8. I'd right. be like, huh? Yeah. Like, we're at least open from like five to ten or five to eleven or something. Like the hours could be yeah. shorter one day, but four to eight. Like sounds... You might want to be open during a rush, but whose rush starts at four? I well, look, I don't, I don't know this. I don't, I don't know, know this town. I don't yeah. know this restaurant. I don't know this whatever. Like it could. I'm assuming that somebody has crunched some numbers and said it's going to be worth it for us to yeah. stay open from four to eight on Saturdays. I feel like you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> I was, and I, I often think that, like, I do give, like, restaurant owners and managers too much credit for being like, somebody's researched this yeah. in in great depth. And it's like, ah, maybe about 50% of the time. Right. Somebody has been like, done their research and been like, this happens, this happens, this happens. Therefore, we should do this. Right. Or sometimes it's just an arbitrary, like, well, we open an hour earlier now. And we're we're team restaurant. Absolutely. All the way. But, 100%. But some of the people who work in the offices of the restaurants are really doing minimal work. Yeah. Some guy in corporate <laughs> who's never worked yeah. in a restaurant, he's like, he's like, I got an idea. Let's just open two hours earlier. And right. everyone's like, nobody's going to be there two hours earlier. You're just making a bunch of people come in for no reason. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's just... Approved. That's <laughs> send it on down the line. Like I said, it make it so. Make it so. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, four to eight. Four to eight. Little, but really, weird. anywhere though, anywhere, I feel like universally, I don't know, but I feel like across the board, seven's kind of your sweet spot. Seven yeah. eight. So I feel like yeah. he's ending this. Generally. They're ending this right when, when people would be coming through the doors. You know. Yeah, I mean, look, I've worked all over the country and, you know, in middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, like, 
Yeah, probably like five, six, and then seven it starts to taper off, and eight o'clock, you know, yeah. these people are going to bed or <laughs> trying to get lit at a dive bar, and like right. you're not doing any more fine dining type of thing, but you know, it, it depends yeah. on where you are. I guess. Four hours is a little strange, but yeah. that's not... Fucking move it's on, not Troy. Completely absurd. Yeah. It's not absurd, and also I will follow. It's not weird to be closed on Sunday. And, and not only is it not weird, but to say the audacity, like these people are <laughs> the so balls of these people. <laughs> Who I... do they think they are closing on a Sunday? I mean, like, I think that we're in charge of this restaurant, Troy. If you want to be open on Sunday. Open a restaurant. Yeah, and be open on Sunday. And be open on Sunday. Otherwise, shut the hell up <laughs> and let us do our thing. The audacity. <laughs> Plot twist, Troy owns Chick-fil-A, and they are closed on Sunday. <laughs> uh, I was like, no. No. Uh, he goes on to say, that being said, I normally don't give bad reviews, especially one stars, as I find that just not going back and supporting a business speaks loud enough without hiding behind my computer slash phone and putting people on blast. It's a very cowardly act. So... so... Oh, and that's the end of the review. Oh, okay. But... So, did he just call himself out doing what he's doing about what he's doing? Well, here's the point. He says, I don't normally do this, but he has six, sure. other, he has six other reviews on Yelp. So, yeah. he's also, done it at least six other times. Whenever somebody says, I don't usually do this, I'm like... <laughs> Uh, okay. Yep, I got you. Hard wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that very obvious. Like I don't usually do this. Everyone sees you wink because it looks like you have Tourette's. Right. <laughs> I don't normally do this, but you know I do. Like, yes, you, you get do, me. Troy. <laughs> yeah, you always do this. He's he's done it at least six other times. And then yeah, he calls himself out on it. Like he just calls himself out in the review. He's like, I think hiding behind a review, an online review, is a shitty garbage person act and I'm doing it currently and I'm going to keep doing it for a couple more sentences. And hi, I'm too. Troy Garbage Person D. <laughs> I don't know his last name, so D. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, so that's the beginning of this little saga I'm going to take you on oh, uh, with Pato Italian Bistro. Um, it gets better as we go and the ending is, is pretty, there's a surprise. Well, I will say that it must be tough out there for Troy being chained to the doors of this restaurant <laughs> and then and then they finally let him go on Sunday and he's like, and he I'm can't... hungry and thirsty. And they're like, well, you can't eat Close. here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get out of here, Troy. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Interesting. So that starts us off. What have you uh, What have you got for us? Um, uh, my first one today. Actually, uh, I did a little. Um, mine come from Alabama today. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, just as a little uh, shout out to Alabama. Good job. Good job. Yes. Yes, good job, Alabama. Um, not electing a uh, pedophile. Pedophile. Yeah. Um, and and actually electing a guy who's like convicted killers of of children. A, you elected like a, a great good, guy. A good guy. Uh, instead of a pedophile, so well done. Yeah. Um. Yes. I think it was Colbert or maybe Fallon. I forgot who it was. I was watching who said, "You know, it's fucked up." I'm paraphrasing. He says, you know it's fucked up when uh, when a pedophile losing is a shocker. Right. Well, and <laughs> like, that was just, unexpected. That's just it. It was neck and neck. Like, that, it was a squeaker. Yeah. I didn't expect it. I was actually here at David's Tea mm -hmm. when it was announced, and we were talking about 
the election and everything. And we were all saying, well, we hope Doug Jones wins, but we know it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, and we were all being very pessimistic about it. And then I got to 2017. Pay, you got to be pessimistic. You got to be. Yeah. yeah. You have to set the bar low. Just to protect yourself. And I know this sounds shitty. Like I, you know, I want to be the eternal optimist. Yeah. But it's like, you can't. This year's been rough. This year has been very rough. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's, um, I got a ping from the New York Times that said like election results and my heart just sank. I thought, here it is. Yep. And I told everyone there, I said, all right, listen up. This is what happened. Uh, and I opened it up and it's like Doug Jones won by like a point and like oh, yeah. a marginal victory, but still Tiny. a victory nonetheless. Yep. And everyone just went crazy. Like yeah. we were all ecstatic. And then I left and I went a few bars over to, uh, the, I mean, a few blocks over to the duplex where I again live. And, uh, and everyone there, like the pianist was playing songs. People were singing and celebrating this election. It was the coolest thing. They were yeah. just, it was a party because Aww. of this. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, so Merry Christmas, I mean, happy holidays. Alabama. Sorry. Uh, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas. <laughs> I'm a wizard, Harry. I'm a Harry wizard. <laughs> I'm a Harry wizard. Um, so yeah, this one um, comes to us from, uh, this one's TripAdvisor. So it's got one little ball, if you will. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's the Lance Armstrong not, of reviews? It's not a star. It's a little ball. Yes, it's the Lance Lamps. Lance Armstrong overviews from Travel Junkie 56. I feel like Lance Armstrong was a character like on the Pee Wee Herman show. <laughs> like a talking lamp who rides a bike and Aww. has testicular cancer. That's cute. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman got very morbid and dark. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, over, over time. Uh, so, uh, Travel Junkie 56 is from Alexandria, Virginia, but this uh, review is one ball... Um, from Travel Junkie 56 for a place called Garage Cafe in Birmingham, Alabama. Sounds exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So, the it's entitled, Great If You Like Roaches. So... I love roaches. Yeah. That's usually how I decide which restaurant I'm going to be dining at. Well, then for Who you, has this the place most would be roaches. great. Yeah. So... Uh, Travel Junkie 56 starts with, went here because GQ Magazine listed it as one of the top 10 bars in the U.S. worth flying to. What? Do people fly for bars? <laughs> Who does this? I don't know. Have you ever flown to visit a bar? I haven't. Um, like when we went to Seattle, I was told to go to this bar called Unicorn, mm -hmm. but which was great. I was excited to go, but we didn't go for Unicorn. Yeah. It was just like, we'll go while we're here. Yeah, it um, it kind of makes it sound like he flew in, went to the bar, and then flew back out. Oh. Like, like sounds... he got off the plane and he was like, leave the meter running. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. Keep my seat warm. I'm just going to have a gin and tonic and I'll be right back on board. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, that's kind of how it sounds. They're like, sir, but... we have gin and tonics on the plane. <laughs> right? No, no, no. GQ said I have to do this. What if he flies to this bar and, like, all they have is Coors Light? <laughs> <laughs> and they're out that day. <laughs> Water? What? <laughs> um, Travel Junkie goes on to say, I guess they must like wildlife more than we did. Wildlife? 
The outside okay. is crawling with roaches. Oh, no. Gross. Go on. Which I guess could be considered a wildlife. I suppose. Big ones. No. Thousands of no. them. No! It got worse yeah. with every, uh, every second. <laughs> I know! Thousands of them? It, and it says, um, like, apostrophe, E-M, not like thousands <laughs> of them. Well, if you're going to cut it short, thousands at least do of it them. properly. Save, your, save yourself some time. But thousands of roaches? That is, e. no. Yeah, I was like, that's a sea of roaches. Yes, like, yes. Like, what, you surf into the place? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Crowd the surf waves. over the roaches? Like, I don't know, I don't know. Gross. Um, I wasn't there. The staff there just shrugged. Hey, it's the South, it happens. The South? That, that's in quotes. I'm from the South, and I don't know of anywhere that has thousands of roaches that's still open. Right. I mean, the health department has to get involved at some point. <laughs> they have to have gotten word of a place that has thousands, <laughs> that has like an ocean of, of cockroaches. cockroaches. They probably have heard about it and, and take a look. They're I, probably too scared to go. I wouldn't go. I kind of would be too. I'd be like, wait, thousands of... No. <laughs> I quit. New profession. I, like, you you get into the double digits and I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe I'll visit next year. Give them the A. Right. Grade pending. Well, I will say, though, that there are some cities and, and in the South... Hannibal Burris does this bit about going into a bathroom Love in a him. restaurant in New yeah. Orleans and having an encounter with a rat. Uh-huh. And when he came out, it, like, obviously, listen to his stand-up if you want to hear the actual joke. But they essentially said the same thing. They're like, hey, it's the South. It happens. Right. Um, like, the restaurant's right by the Mississippi River. The buildings are hundreds of years old. Like, it's a little bit harder to control the pests. But... Uh, thousands of them it makes it this sounds like the roaches work there like <laughs> the managers like yeah you, you come in you're greeted by a cockroach <laughs> the food is made by cockroaches we're family <laughs> they let us walk in restaurants down here it's the <laughs> south what they say we're union <laughs> it's easier for a roach to get a union job in the south than a human in new york <laughs> right I don't know why we gave them those accents, though. They should have southern accents. I, why did we give them, <laughs> like, know. New York accents? <laughs> I think those are our go-to accents. <laughs> We're family. We're family here. <laughs> We're union. <laughs> the, the roaches sound like a southern bell. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Garage Cafe. Oh, Lord, it is hot in here today. <laughs> I declare. I'm glad you made it past that sea of roaches. <laughs> Oh, I'm a roach. A little, a little Kevin Spacey roach. <laughs> a la House of Cards. And it was... Oh, sorry. To go back to the review. Hey, it's the South. It happens. When they started falling in our hair off the pergola thing, we beat feet. The pergola thing? Okay, well, also beat feet. Wait, wait I'm confused by so much. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Let's go back. Pergola thing? Yeah, I it's mean, just I a think pergola. it's just a or maybe it was like a mashup of a pergola and something else, like a bench or <laughs> a, the pergola thing. Yeah. Also, beat feet. Does that mean Must leave? Must be some southern slang. <laughs> Does that mean leave? I'm assuming I can only assume it means leave. I think it means something along like like kick rocks. Kick rocks. <laughs> okay. But it sounds like some 
uh, Charlie Brown shit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, Kick rocks, Peppermint Patty. Oh, don't be mean to her. She's always, she's already bullied. She's already bullied. Um, and then Travel Junkie goes on to say, and it was really beat up, like drinking in a junkyard, which could have been quaint, but wasn't. Could it? Could it be quaint? Drinking it could have could have been quaint. Oh, so drinking in a junkyard is quaint, right? I it think could that's be? what they're trying to say. Um, let's go drink in the junkyard. No, I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> it could be quaint. I don't wanna. But Look, Logan. No, I don't wanna. Okay. Thank you. Stop pressuring me. Uh, I just to, wanna drink in a junkyard. Stop pressuring me to drink in a junkyard I with you. Just wanna drink in a junkyard, like the, what? Leave me, leave me alone. I don't want to drink in a junkyard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fine. But what's Stay up with, here. What's drink up with in these... your fucking tea shop. I'm going to be in the junkyard. <laughs> what's up with these people making these weird analogies? Like, they, like my review was a lot the last episode, or maybe the first one, where he talks about it tastes like raw human flesh. Oh, right. And now this is drinking like drinking in a junkyard. Could be quaint. But weird. How weird. <laughs> you know that place with like all the razor blades and rusty needles all On over the, the floor? floor? Yeah. Rusty like nails. That. Yeah. Like Some that. people consider it charming, but not if there's cockroaches. It's got character, yeah, but no, no cockroaches. Not if there's cockroaches. Um, okay. Yeah, so that, and that's it for. Oh, that's um, it. Yeah, that's all. Sorry. End of review. Uh, How did it end? What was the last bit? It could have been quaint, but wasn't. Could have been quaint, but wasn't. Yeah, no, it, I don't know. I, it sounds though, it sounds as though this junkyard would have fewer cockroaches than this restaurant, but. Right, because they're not contained by anything. They can just like scurry around. Right. But like they're not, you know, Well, if the restaurant has thousands. I mean, when you think about, when you hear it, it sounds like, yeah, hyperbole, like a lot. But when you think of literal thousands of cockroaches crawling around this place so like a rat king and then she said and i didn't even i meant to go back but she says they fell in their hair gross yeah no no um, yeah it like there are thousands of cockroaches outside the restaurant no is, uh, but when they start falling into your hair right i would light myself on fire yeah i would drown myself for sure <laughs> i would light myself on fire and then drown myself and then drown yourself yeah I would like I would drown you if you lit me on fire. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> There's no way I could live after that. It's one of those things that you hear about and it just makes your skin crawl. Oh, um when I was working at a place in DC, I was pouring water at one of my tables and it was right next to like this curtain barricade. So this curtain extended down and kind of blocked the tables from this like back uh, like the back entrance and like yeah. this other kind of um, little like hallway, yeah. and I was pouring water. And as I sounds like, like you worked in a in a hole in the wall Chinese restaurant. Could have could have been. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. So I I lifted the pitcher, and as I'm lifting the pitcher, a a cockroach drops down mm -mm. from above Did it fall and on their landed food? on my hand oh, as I no. was pouring the water. No. And. Like, I couldn't feel my legs. Like, that, that is, uh, that's my classic sign of panic is like my, I can't feel my legs. I'm like, You get oh. lazy knees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, like all the blood rushes from 
my legs to my heart or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, huh. And, <laughs> and I just kind of like jerked my hand Screamed. away. Screamed? No, but I made that little sound. Yeah. And no one was really paying attention to me at the moment as I was, you know. Oh, so they didn't see the roach. No, they didn't see the roach. They and just... they only heard me go, huh. <laughs> because I like flicked it. Like I kind of like jerked my hand back and right. it went flying back into wherever. Uh... I don't know where. And, and they were like, oh, are you, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I, um, I just, <laughs> I just choked on my own saliva. And they were and like. it terrified me. <laughs> and they were like. Okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Which is I'm, also something gross to just tell someone yeah, yeah. as you're like, serving them. It wasn't my best recovery. I just have post-nasal drip. <laughs> uh, sparkling tap or bottle flat. <laughs> I did have um, really severe allergies the first year that I lived in D.C. It, like all, My sinuses were just locked up. Like I couldn't take yeah. even a single little bit of air through my nostrils. So I'd talk like this at my tables, and I would have to be like, hi, welcome, I'm Amanda, I'll be serving <laughs> you today. And people are like, oh my god, you're Ew. disgusting, and I'm like, I know what you're thinking, but it's allergies, I'm not sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 know what you're th- I know I know what you're going to say. I know, I, know. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but I know, it's not, I'm not going to get it in your food. You sound like a character from Daria. <laughs> Do I? Mm-hmm. You sound like her sister, Queen, Queen Morgan Durker. Uh, also... A little trick in the restaurant biz was always, if you say sparkling tap and bottled flat, you sandwich tap in between the two that cost more. Yeah. So people either buy the first or the last. For those listeners out there. That's a good tip. Yeah. For those listeners. Yeah. All of you. Solid tip. Um, I can only say the only way that you would get fucked on that one is if someone's like, oh, whatever. Uh, the last one you said. And yeah. And then they see like three bottles of whatever on the check, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Like, well, you you would confirm, I would wow. think, like, "Oh, so okay, great, so sparkling yeah. or bottled flat, That's right? Bottled, you know." Okay, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, that is in Birmingham, Alabama, for Garage Cafe. Look, in fairness, it says garage. And that's your in first clue. Name. Yeah, that's the red flag. It says it in the name. When you say garage, I think GQ magazine. I think <laughs> private jets flying in, keep the meter running, flying fly right out. into the building. Yeah, you. We walked by a gourmet garage last week, and you said, "Why is I, this a thing?" Yeah, like, I thought it was um, an oxymoron because I was like, I don't know how gourmet a garage can be. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That's just me. Um. Yes. So. My uh, second part to this uh, Bato Italian Bistro yeah. series. Continuing the saga. Yeah, it's a short one actually, but it adds a, it adds a, a bunch to the storyline. Uh, it's written by Ash P. Uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, and this was written nine days ago. Uh, give okay, very important. He gives it one star, and then he begins by saying, "Sauce is to die for, literally." Which to me, it sounds like he's about to go on this rant about this poison sauce. Right. I was like, it does end in a murder. It does. In the middle of the whole thing, (laughs) someone dies. Right. Uh, It does middle with a murder. But then it takes a very quick, sharp turn. 
So he says, sauces to die for, literally, period. Pizza is really fresh and good. Campfire Stout is amazing. Cozy ambiance, great food. They also offer cooking classes. And, and one star. Okay. So that was the end. It's like cooking classes, end of review, and then one star? It gives it one star. He The only negative thing that I guess he says sauces to die for, literally, which... <laughs> I was going to say... Did you die? Did you die? But then he goes on to say all these great things about <laughs> it. My wife is it. dead, but look. <laughs> yeah, she's... I was going to kill her tonight anyway, so... <laughs> look, no <laughs> No blood there. on my hands now. Uh, he goes on to say all these great things and gives it one star. Okay, so when I first read that, I thought, this is a little bizarre. Right, it's like uh, whoever... Um, I think it was the first episode where he was like, OMG, French toast, so amazing, and then one yeah. star, like... You're fucking doing it wrong. <laughs> it's the other way. Right. Yeah, like, more stars is good. Come on, like I'm look. Come on. I'm not I'm not saying I'm brilliant genius. <laughs> right. But, but but I will pass judgment on this shit. <laughs> You're yelping wrong. And rightfully so. And yeah. and you would think so. You would think he was yelping wrong, but uh, in my research uh, into this restaurant, I found out that the owner of the restaurant actually offers a 50% discount to anyone who gives a 50% discount on pizza for anyone who gives them a one star review on Yelp. Huh? Yeah. So apparently he's completely like anti Yelp. And he thinks this is a great oh. marketing ploy or something. So this is like a fuck you to Yelp. Yes. Kind of. But, or... but now problem is now he has I think it was, last I checked, 1,113 one-star reviews and, like, 35 stars or something uh, like that. Well, that doesn't look great. Right. So, <laughs> I get what he's trying, maybe trying, I maybe get what he's trying to do, uh -huh. but for someone who's not us reading these all the time to find things for the episodes, yeah. if I were looking at this as a diner, I would score right past that one-star restaurant. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, you and I are walking down the street, you're like, what's there to eat around here? And, like, you, we see one stars. what's it called, Bato? Right. And just keep walking. Right past. Yeah. yeah. There we're not it it could be like fifty feet down this street and I Absolutely no. not. Yeah. And it's it sounds like something he was probably very proud of and thought it was incredibly clever. Yeah. Um but and I feel like his idea was probably like this is something that's going to go viral, it's going to get us national attention on a national level mm -hmm. and then we'll explode. But I don't think it ever did. Yeah. <laughs> so it just backfired. Um but that, that being said, like, we don't know this restaurant. We don't know this city. This could be, like, yeah. the most popular restaurant in the city. Oh, yeah, like, sure. Like, word of mouth could have gone so far. It was like, go to Bato, like, get a 50% off pizza, and and just leave, it, leave a one-star review. Okay. Like, th that could have spread throughout that community. It didn't make it to us, clearly. Right. Um, but from a business standpoint, from a business how standpoint, often can you give away 50%? I mean, people would just order all their pizza from there and write a new review every week or whenever they order pizza, give it a star, say, I gave it one star, I need 50% off, and they would hemorrhage money. Like, how again, do they... Again, this may be giving too much credit. <laughs> Crunching numbers, I, I, I know think, where you're going. I want to say somebody had to have crunched the numbers. Like... Somebody had to have done a little bit of research that says, all right, it's worth it for us to get 
you know, thousands of one-star reviews and give away 50% pizzas than to just run regular. You know, I feel like, though, this is a guy who did... Who tried to execute one of the dumbest marketing ploys in history? Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like he crunches that many numbers. I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't a... feel like he even knows how to turn on a calculator. Yeah. So I you don't just, know. You just slam it against the wall. You just. <laughs> That's how I turn mine on. Just throw it against the wall, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but uh, that's part two of the the series. Part three and the final part, which I'll come back to shortly. Uh, is the real kicker. So. All right. We're getting close. Um, uh, so what have you got now? Cool, cool, cool. Um, my second one, let me set that cup down. Um, my second one uh, comes from Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. Double down on Alabama. Um, we're celebrating Alabama, so it's okay. We're celebrating. Um, this one also gets one ball. On TripAdvisor. <laughs> um, this one's written by someone named Cinco Mayo. Cinco, not Cinco de Mayo? Nope, just Cinco Mayo. Okay. 5 May. 5 May. Or 5th May, whatever. Um, 2 April. So, it, it's written in um, 2016. Dead. This person's dead, for sure. Uh, written last summer. It's entitled Not Worth the Trouble. Okay. So, uh, Cinco Mayo starts with parking in downtown is at a premium. We did find one of the two spaces right by the building. Had to go to the bank to get quarters for the parking meter. Oh, stop, please. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's just stop right there because, first of all, how much of a premium can parking in downtown Mobile, Alabama be? And before you even answer that question, <laughs> they're paying in quarters. So, again, I ask, how much of a premium can it be unless the machine's like, it's $30 an hour and we accept exclusively quarters? <laughs> that would be so <laughs> you the spend most 20 minutes. Thing. You spend 20 minutes of your hour feeding the meter. Yeah. Quarters. Right, by the time you get done feeding the meter quarters, it's time to expire. re-up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so for Cinco Mayo, I hope that, you know, he's just feeding the meter quarters and quarters and quarters, and he's like, I've been here for three hours. <laughs> is this, is the parking bit, though, factoring into the, into the rating? I hope I can not. only assume so, because he's, he's taking the time to write about it. it. Yeah. Um, so... Quarters for the meter. Now we're ready to go up to the restaurant. Okay. After you exit the elevator and turn towards the doors of the restaurant, it becomes quite obvious that no one working there knows what the heck is going on. Before, wait. Before you even get to the <laughs> doors. How do you know? <laughs> I'm assuming that they're double glass doors and that the workers inside are just like wandering in circles, like bumping into each other, <laughs> like ping-ponging ping around each other. <laughs> Or just standing still, staring into nothing. Right. I call it staring at the birds. It's yeah. like when somebody's just like, oh, like looking up. I feel like, it's a restaurant full of people doing it and yeah. guests who are like, what the hell are we doing here? Anytime somebody's like looking up in the restaurant, I feel ang I, I feel a little bit of anger because I'm like, clearly you don't know what's going on here. <laughs> like, 
And then suddenly the roof collapses, and you're like, fuck, I should have paid more attention. Damn it. (laughs) I should, yeah. And I was like, everybody's looking up, seeing what's happening, and I'm not. (laughs) And you're pissed off at everyone for doing it. (laughs) I resent them. So, uh, it's quite obvious no one working knows what's going on. Um, if ever a restaurant needed a hostess stand, it's this one. Oh, wait, they have one. Pro- problem solved. Here we go. Turned <laughs> it around, Cinco yeah. Mayo. <laughs> There's just never anyone working the station. People standing all around the entrance area. You have no idea if there is a wait list of, of what's happening. All right, I mean, generally, it sounds like a busy restaurant that I've been to. It's like people all over in the front. If there's a ton of people standing at the front, you can assume there's a wait. Yeah. Uh, why would people be standing bet. around the front? Because I, I, the hostess is probably either showing people to their table, losing his or her mind, right. or blowing their brains out in the in the cold storage. Right. It's like, I don't know what day of the week this was. I don't know what shift of the week it was, but they're like, probably have one hostess on. It's Friday at 7 p.m. Of course of you're course. waiting. Yes. Um. Or like... They're, they weren't expecting a whole bunch of people, and a bunch of people just showed up, and now there's one hostess running back and forth to all these yeah. tables. I mean, you do, I'm going to guess you don't know the situation, but if there are people hovered by the front, it probably just means that they're busy. Right. Yeah. Like, yes. There's, there's more people than... Unless... Seats. Unless but, there's, like, a crowd of people at the front and an empty restaurant. Right. <laughs> so there's like, no staff, no chef, <laughs> no manager. Or, if I mean, if, it, if this is accurate... They're uh, wandering in circles, bumping into each other, and then the people, the guests at the front are doing the same thing, but they're doing it, like, around the host stand. Right. They're just, like, bing, bing, like, knocking off into each other, (laughs) staring at the birds. Uh, It's like nobody in the restaurant knows what's going on or what to do. Staff. Nobody. So, I went to the restaurant to find if there was a waiting list. I, aren't you already at the restaurant? Why didn't you just call? Yeah, but or, it makes it sound like she wasn't at the restaurant. I'm just, she goes, I went to the restaurant to... What's your name? Cinco Mayo? Cinco I'll tell you what, Cinco Mayo. You could also make a reservation. Yep, you could do that too. But I, she, uh, Cinco Mayo says, I went to the restaurant to try to find if there was a waiting list. Yeah, I thought we established that you were in the restaurant. You're already there, right? But, but okay. Lady escorted me back to the hostess station. Oh, so you mean you so wandered the into, rest- like, the dining room. One of those, yeah. Yeah, where you just start wandering around to see if there's an open table that you can sit at. The like, person that everyone loves in a restaurant. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. You need to go back to the front. Like, we ha- there is some kind of order here. Not in all restaurants. Right. Like, some places it's just, like, have at it. Whatever. Shark a table. Do whatever <laughs> you want. You can make, a like, a little tent yeah. With a bunch of tables and chairs, make a fort make or a something. Make a pillow fort. Make a pillow bring, fort. BYOP, bring your own pillows. What? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> bring your own pillows. Uh, we'll supp- supply the alcohol or the food or whatever. And like a, an early 1990s style TV set. Right. With rabbit ears. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming that if there's a hostess stand or, you know, um, and there are people crowded around it, 
you should probably not go wandering through the dining room trying to find a place to sit. Not Cinco Mayo. That's not how we she run things. She sashays through the dining room with both birds in the air, <laughs> flipping right. everyone off. She's like, you don't fucking <laughs> tell me what to do in this restaurant. I tell you what to do in this restaurant. Uh, I'll have tap water, please. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, here you go, and everyone hates you. Yeah. Um, so the lady escorted me back to the hostess station Asked how many were in my party and put us on the wait list. Okay, well there you go. We're we're making it through like we're normal people. We're making progress. We're going in the right direction. We were told the wait was twenty to twenty five minutes. I informed that we would be at the bar having drink. Worst bloody Mary ever with four exclamation points. Oh God! Wait, what? Okay. Was it ever established that this was dinner? Was it dinner? We said we don't know the time. Well, we? Yeah, we don't know the time. Okay, so if it's dinner, don't drink a fucking Bloody Mary. Well, if it's brunch, then, it, then expect like, a wait. Uh, yeah, it's like, but it's a, if it's brunch, like please also don't drink a Bloody Mary. Also, I'm, I'm not drink a like. Mary. So she, uh, uh, Cinco Mayo. I'm sorry, I keep on doing like I'm having a hard time with the pronouns. Well, so, because we don't know. Well, I mean, their name is Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming by Gulf yeah, Shores. <laughs> so uh, Cinco Mayo goes on to say, something had a strong, weird taste. Okay. I mean, it's a Bloody Mary. That could be one of anything. It's it honestly. It could be clam juice. Yeah. It's, it's essentially a clam juice Worcestershire sauce cocktail. Yeah. like With a dash of of what tabasco you, right you order a bloody mary anywhere you're rolling the dice i gotta say i'm sorry it's like that's just it's like if you're ordering the scotch that you always drink neat then that would be yeah, weird yeah. if it had like a strong well pickled pig's foot in it right because <laughs> they're doing crazy shit with bloody mary's now oh absolutely like the plaza has one with like a chicken tender and like a shrimp cocktail in yeah. it or something like I that someone with like a, a whole burger and like a slice of pizza yeah yeah um six dollars but Cinco Mayo got one with a weird taste. Okay. Bartender was very polite young man. Semicolon. Are they saying a was just was very polite young man? Was a very no. no was just, a very polite. I'm sorry, I okay. skipped that. I made them sound dumber than they are. Well, are they illiterate well, or is it you? <laughs> or me? <laughs> no, normally I pay attention to every single word, but I'm looking it into your beautiful eyes. <laughs> I'm cross-eyed, by the way. <laughs> Except for you're cross-eyed, except for when the one wanders off and then comes back to cross. <laughs> it's like episode one, we talked about me being a hairy woman, and now I'm, cro I'm cross-eyed hairy woman. <laughs> Woo, uh, swipe I'm right on Tinder, folks. <laughs> I'm not on Tinder. Fuckable. <laughs> um, that's the app I'm on, fuckable. That, yeah, that's what, I mean, look, that's how I would describe you. If anyone's like, how would how would you describe Logan? I'm like, fuckable. It's an app exclusively on Windows Phone. Mm. Windows phone. Yeah. Yeah, is, they're, they're, is that a thing? I'm, is that a real thing? It sounds people. like something you made up. No, Windows phone is real. I don't, I don't think, think it's so. real anymore. I don't think it is a real thing. It was real for at least three weeks. I think it exists where my apartment exists, and that's <laughs> in a mythical, <laughs> magical land. It, but you never actually <laughs> right, see it. Right, exactly. So, uh, bartender was a very polite young man, semicolon, however. Okay. I love I love the accurate use of semicolons. It kind of turns me on. So, <laughs> however, Sploot. calling him a bartender is being kind. Needs a little more training. We told him we were waiting for a table. I assure you, he doesn't care. 
He advised that some of the wait. He advised that some of the wait staff was not working today. That doesn't seem like solid advice. Right. Yeah, doesn't why, sound why like would advice he at all. Offer up that information. Period. I mean, it's not advice, but <laughs> why would he even offer up that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the only times that I've ever offered up like that kind of information has when I've been clearly weeded. Well, yeah, if you say like, we're understaffed. But. Yeah, I would be like, yep, you know, somebody called out sick, sick today, so, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, your water's taking a little bit longer because I have, instead of a 10-table section, I have a 20-table section. So I've got 20 tables, a manager breathing down my neck, and chlamydia. What do you want from me? <laughs> One and thing at a time. You lady. have it too. That's how it gets passed, right? Here's your bloody Mary. <laughs> it's the chlamydia. That's the strong. It's the clamato. The, what is it? The strong weird taste. It's that's the chlamydia. They sound the same, so. Um, so he advised that some of the wait staff was not working today. Okay. There is a conference going on across the street, and management should have known that and had more staff report to work. Um. Look. Why would they know that? Like, unless it's unless it's something like at. Unless it's well advertised, maybe. Right. But if it's like I don't know, tech, what the the United yeah. fucking Payroll Assistance Conference, like in at a hotel across in conference the street, like, room B or whatever. No, no, I'm sorry. Like, I think also at this point you're giving management a little too much credit for knowing everything that's going on in I, every establishment right. around them. Like we, I won once. Um, I was working in Lincoln Center, uh-huh. and I was the only one scheduled and one bar back, and that was the day of the New York Marathon. And I was working a brunch shift, and I came upstairs with ice, and I had a full bar. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. even have, I don't have money yet. Like, it was in and that- And you slowly walked backwards back downstairs? <laughs> and I put my jacket on, and I went home. <laughs> No you, no, you just go sit at the bar yourself, waiting yeah. for someone to come on. I'm like, does anybody work here? <laughs> I want a mimosa. God. <laughs> Whose dick do I have to suck to get a to fucking get a cocktail around here? <laughs> so, sure, management should have known that there's a conference going on across the street. Not, no, not, yeah, not, I mean, whatever. Cinco Mayo, just fuck yourself. Also said they didn't want to overload the few wait staff that was there. That makes sense because if you seat somebody ten tables at one time, yeah, they get overwhelmed. Everybody has a shit time, or right. you could have people wait fifteen minutes and everyone has like a decent experience. Yeah. So that is just restauranting one hundred and one. You're welcome. Or give them the option. You can sit now, but yeah, or we might not get around to you. Exactly. For you can sit down and wait there for fifteen minutes. I'm sure people would be fine with that. They'd be like, yeah, let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then bitch anyway. Where's my food? Where's my waiter? It's been three minutes. After about 30 minutes, I walked back to the restaurant to see if any tables will be coming available soon. So Cinco Mayo is phrasing it as if I was thinking they are that. arriving at the restaurant, but they're walking back into the dining room. I know that to be true right. from reading this. So Say dining room. So you're walking into the dining room, right. not I went to the restaurant. Like, you're walking back into the dining room like yeah. a fuckface. It's like she's walking through portals. Yeah, and then we went to the restaurant again, and then again. Right, and then, and again. then it's just a wormhole that it's just like leads it, me back to the host stand. It's like restaurant inception. Right. Back, and we're back, and we're back. It's a restaurant within a restaurant within a restaurant. <laughs> and then you tip backwards into a bathtub while you're strapped to a chair, and then you wake up, and you're in the second restaurant And you're Matt again. Damon. Yes. 
Like, like he, was Matt Damon in that? Was he? No. Was it Ben Affleck? I was not. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. <laughs> I was like, why would you be Matt Damon? I don't know. I, I forget. It's been a long time. Leave look, me alone. look, 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 look. <laughs> you should have known that there was a conference across the street. You should have known. known it wasn't Matt Damon. <laughs> it wasn't Matt Damon. So, um. Oh, Matt Damon was Batman. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was yes, Ben Affleck. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, I that's know right. know that one. Good job, buddy. Uh, yeah. You Practically could. Roger Ebert. <laughs> a movie critic who knows nothing about the actors Basically. in them. <laughs> so there were multiple tables for four by the window that were empty. Okay. Waited about another 15 minutes. So at this point, they've been waiting, what, 45? Sounds like it, yeah. No, that's not right. No word from the hostess stand. <laughs> about 20 people were seated while we were waiting. That makes sense. Have no idea what happened... To our 20-minute reservation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, people quote you like when you walk in and there's a hundred people waiting around it's the hostess stand. It's like it's who? an estimation. It's like if these people get up, then yeah, we yeah. can seat you in 20. We can seat it you could in be 15 five minutes. minutes even. Yeah. But if all these tables sit for the next hour and a half, like. Yeah. It's going to be longer. It, You're going on average table times. Exactly. There's no science, We're really. We're going on average turn times. We're like, okay, like, they are paid. But, like, and some establishments don't feel comfortable having people get up from tables. Like, fortunately, where I work, like, our management is, you know, comfortable with being like, hey, like, guys, so sorry to do this, but, like, can we offer you a drink at the bar? We just have to use these larger right. tables for larger pr- Like, they have a... A way of saying it and people are normally like oh yes no problem like we paid our check half an hour ago we should probably right make this space available we shouldn't and be garbage people right we'll get up and leave right but this is midtown manhattan and this is also mobile alabama so i bet if you paid your what twenty dollars a head for food and drinks and dessert and whatever it is for all that in mobile alabama you're probably gonna sit at that table for yeah However fucking days. long you want, because this is Dolphins. You just paid rent. Yeah, and this is this is Dolphins. This is the classiest place in Mobile, Alabama, and we're gonna fucking sit here, damn it. So twenty dollars just bought that booth. It's <laughs> I want a golden plaque on here. <laughs> twenty dollars is like the mortgage payment for, for the next five years. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, have no idea what happened to our twenty-minute reservation. Paid our drink at the bar and left. We are locals. We're looking very forward to eating here. Okay. What a nightmare! Double exclamation Wait, so point. is Dolphins new then? No. Because uh, I feel like if they're. I mean, oh, maybe it does kind of sound like that. Okay. We well, are then, then again, okay, great. If they're locals, they've never eaten here. Okay. Uh, so then another reason, like they're still getting things together. Don't. Right. You know. Yeah. Like you see, it's busy. Worst thing that happened to you. Was uh well, you made the mistake of ordering a Bloody Mary, which <laughs> are, there are no guarantees on Bloody right. Marys, and you waited for a yeah. table, and you thought you were a better hostess than whoever works there because you were wandering back into the dining room. You're like, right. there's an open table. Can we just sit there? No. Yeah. You can't. I don't. I don't fucking come into your accounting firm. There's some extra money. Can I just have that? Shove you out of your chair and start click clacking away on somebody's taxes. On a typewriter? (laughs) (laughs) I I assume all accountants use typewriters (laughs) and an abacus. And and those those green, like, transparent visors. Uh, Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, And they're like, 
writing in a ledger. <laughs> so, um, pretty much, uh, you had an experience. Uh, uh, I mean, you waited for a table, pretty paid for a drink, and left. We are locals. We are, we, or sorry, we're looking very forward to eating here. What a nightmare. <laughs> I have had a bunch of nightmares, and that doesn't sound like one that I've had. Um, it just sounds like maybe a slightly like bad slight dream at best, or worse, rather. Yeah. An inconvenient <laughs> dream. An inconvenient dream. <laughs> you wake up, and you're like, well, that was inconvenient. <laughs> Off to work. <laughs> Guess I'll get in the shower. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Um, look, nothing a little Xanax won't cure. <laughs> this is the second time I've mentioned Xanax in, in this episode. Yeah. So, Cinco Mayo goes on to say, we will never return. Oh. All, all caps. All caps. Turns out they are not the high-class type facility that they want you to think they are. Really don't yeah. think we missed a thing. Too bad. Um, well, you just said... We were looking very forward to eating here. Really don't think we missed a thing. It sounds like you do miss it. It sounds like you. You yeah. did miss it. Meanwhile, she went here 10 years ago, right after she graduated Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the grudge. Hold it. Hold it. Hold. Hold. Stay. Stay grudge. You're not leaving. <laughs> Down grudge. Heel. Down. Too bad. Roll over. Um, so Too that bad. was for uh, Dauphin? Oh, that was, that was at the end. Okay. That was it, yeah. Too bad. Uh, too bad. Huh. Uh, Dauphins. And that is um, in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, written by Cinco Mayo, uh, the world's best hostess, unpaid hostess. We left and went to Arby's. Mm -hmm. Where they treat us like family. Is that, is that their slogan? No, I think that's Applebee's. Like, your, your <laughs> oh, family right. here or something. I went into an Applebee's the other day. Oh, I know. Uh, you sent me a picture. Yeah. Took a, took a shot of whiskey. Uh, and we were, like, taking pictures all over the place. We're like, we're in Applebee's, huh? <laughs> Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how we're, it happened. We're at Mobile, Alabama's fine dining establishment. That's right. Applebee's. And it was even the picture you sent was, like, their old logo and stuff. It was, like, an old Applebee's. It was rough. Not that I'm keeping up with their marketing team or their branding, <laughs> but. <laughs> you have your walls plastered with, with old Applebee's. Applebee's. Memorabilia. Right. Memorabilia. All uh, right. So that's, um. That's that. I uh, it's double down, down on Alabama. Yeah, good for you. I mean, again, celebration of Roy Moore losing, celebration of not having a child molester in Senate. Well, a known child molester. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. Not um, saying we don't have some there now. We just don't know about it. Right, and um, good job, Alabama, getting out to vote. Um, those of you who made this happen, great job. Uh, yeah, good job. Yeah, uh, they, they, boo to child molesters. <laughs> boo, is that say, can I say that on the? <laughs> well, you could, but we are being sponsored by the child molesting. I'm kidding. No, that's oh, that's I was awful. like, the what? That is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard of this. That's not even a joke. It's I an make. organization. It's the, <laughs> the child molesters union. Oh no. No CMU. No. Uh, yeah, I. That was good. That was good. I mean, she's a dipshit. Like. Yeah. Um. Uh. Look. Uh, Cinco Mayo, yeah, you're a dipshit. Uh, if I can give one word of advice, it's that um, some of the staff weren't working that day, and also don't order a Bloody Mary. I don't know. It was like 20 words of advice. <laughs> <laughs> Look. 
if I could give. Look, 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 look. I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> I'm not an accountant. I don't have a motherfucking abacus. If I could give. That's the second time you've said that. Word, what I'm saying. Word of the day. Word of the day. Abacus. Accountant. Abacus. Xanax. Xanax. <laughs> SMH, man. Alabama. SMH. Bama. Roy Moore. Back to both Bato Italian Bistro for the third and final installment of this, uh, of my review segment. Oh, yes. Segment. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is uh, the third and final installment of this little saga I have. And this was written by Lee L. of Oakland, California, on uh, June 2nd, 2013. You know what that means? Probably dead. She's dead. Uh, and here, again, she says, she opens with, this should be zero stars. Yeah, well, look, like, Lee, <laughs> I can come up with something more original I mean, to start honestly, off your fucking review, please. Like, I'm sorry. I. If I were going to write a shit review... There's no way I would begin it with if I could give it zero stars. Ugh. Because come on. But that's how maybe, she Maybe maybe that's just us where we like read a shit ton of these and we're like, come that's, on! Right, right. Uh, this should be zero stars. Attended the um, quote cooking demonstration and quote dinner. We had a very frustrating experience tonight and we'll never visit again. To be fair to the establishment, we had been told that we could bring a bottle of wine, and it turns out that that is against their policy. So, no big deal, right? Hell no. What? <laughs> she just turns into that? white trash like immediately. <laughs> Wait, that was all her? No big deal, right? Hell no. Hell no, right. I mean. It, it's like she pulls off her blazer. There's a Budweiser crop top underneath. Oh, no. <laughs> Hell no. I want one. The owner tried to charge us a $30 corkage fee, and then in parentheses, what? That's standard, standard. Yeah, a corkage fee to bring your own wine. Yeah, yes. they said you could bring wine. You did, and they charged you a corkage fee. Right. Yeah, that's exactly how that shit goes down. Exactly. Uh, then the staff brought us wine in plastic cups that we bought from the bar. And then you in parentheses, also what? <laughs> Wait, you bought plastic, she bought plastic cups, cups from yeah, the bar? Like red solo cups? I am confused, yeah. but I am intrigued. So Then when we brought up the issue of the corkage fee and lack of wine glasses, the owner became completely belligerent, despite us being very polite and flexible on the subject. Sure sounds like it. Yeah, anytime someone <laughs> says, we were super polite, we right. were very flexible, we were the kindest people you've ever met. Yep, and also we're going to tip you really well. It's like, nope, nope, double nope. <laughs> when someone says, I'm going to tip you well... I always, my response is always, yeah, people that say that usually do. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. Right. No, no, no. It means you're going to tip me 18%. Uh, we we normally mean, tip 15%, but you're getting 18 Right. All right. Awesome. Kick it up I mean, another 2%. We're on, we're on average here. Right. Um, I'll make sure I'm all over you. Yeah. <laughs> all those water refills. Yes. Um, he went totally berserk and seems to have an ego issue. <laughs> He told us he didn't care if we ever came back and didn't need our repeat visit. Yeah. Yes, restaurant manager. Hell yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Again, team manager. Team manager. Don't come back. We Good. don't care. We, I don't. And no manager care. or no owner or whatever is going to say that to someone unless that person really made a stink. Right. You know, like, who's going to say, we don't want your business just because... 
right. just because. So you would say that to a really nice, polite, flexible person. Right. Is we don't want your business. Yeah, you don't worry about coming back here. We don't like polite and flexible. People. They're like, hey, so sorry, but like, can we get some wine glasses? We don't need your business. Like, <laughs> get out of my restaurant. <laughs> but sir, I just don't to show see. your face around here. I don't like. I no. want. I don't want to. I don't want to. No. No. I just want some. Okay. No. I guess. I guess we'll leave. Okay. And don't come back. For the no, record. don't come back. <laughs> uh, so he says, she says, okay, we won't come back. Mission accomplished. Great. Great. Nothing's better than like when somebody's like, we're leaving. And you're like, okay. perfect. Yes. I would love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. Okay, we won't come back. I'd rather go to a pizza hut or olive garden where at least I'm not screamed at. Well, I don't know. It depends. Uh, <laughs> are you acting like a fuckface in Pizza Hut? You probably will get screamed at. Humans are humans. <laughs> Plus, the food was not properly seasoned, and the meat was gristly. Um, okay. The one thing I would say is that the rest of the staff tried to be nice and seemed to be embarrassed by the episode. So here's the thing. This review in, in and of itself is okay. Um but I chose this review for a reason. There's a manager response. <gasps> oh! My favorite thing! We planned that. I hope you like the mashup. This is a very long manager review, so I'm, I'm going to go through bits and bullet points, but... Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, when okay. I say very long. Oh, <laughs> my God. Amanda just saw it for the first time. How long is that? That's I see the whole, there's a whole full page. It's a full page almost of. Does it go further than that? No, no, this is it. But oh, but it, it's like, plenty. it's from the very top of this piece of paper to the very bottom. Right, right. Wow, okay. So he responds. So she left that review um, on June 2nd, 2013. He responded on June 9th. Which is, it probably took him uh, those seven days to compose this <laughs> this response. <laughs> or maybe it took him seven days to see that review. Maybe. Like, maybe. It, you know, it's not something that all managers do is like go and check the motherfucking Yelp reviews as soon as they get into the office. But like, some of them do, some of them don't. Some of them are like, I got some time. Let's check out some Yelp reviews. Let's see what's going on. Right. Like, all right. He says, uh, when you see a big sign at the door saying, no food or beverage from outside, it should be your first clue. But if that is not enough, on our website and in, in our menu, it is written in English language and very clear, and that should be your second clue. Uh, riddled with clues here. Riddled with clues. Uh, do your best detective work. Here we go. Is you it Lee? Lee is uh, we're responding Lee, to Lee on that L. one? Okay. Yeah. Lee, um, shuffle, shuffle papers. Uh, yeah. So, you didn't ask any of us whether you could bring your own bottle, and you didn't ask any of our waiters to open it for you. You simply opened it and served it to your party. Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And this is a like an actual restaurant, right? Not like somebody's front porch or. This is, I believe, this or like was, a public um, park. I mean, I get it if it's a public park. It's, it's a cooking de demonstration dinner. Oh, okay. Yep. 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 Okay. When our waiter informed you that no outside beverages were allowed, you laughed him away, saying it was, quote, no big deal, end quote. Um, 
Okay. Wait, so she said it was. She said it was no big deal. Okay. Yeah, it's like I get these are your oh. rules, but it's no big deal. I do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm, I'm Lee L. Right. I'm a regular here, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um. I'm Lee. You know me. First off, whenever somebody is like, I come here all the time, I'm like, oh my God, fall down a flight of stairs, <laughs> right. please. With that, which you're like, well, With that I've attitude, never seen you before. Right. And, and I'm like, oh, and really? I work here. Me too. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. I come here all the time. I'm like, me too. Like, seven shifts a week. Add me so. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or my, my all-time favorite, I think, is I'm a friend of the owner. Oh my God. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Um... Also, when you come in and you ask if the owner is there because you somehow know his name, whether you do know him or not, like, but look, yeah, I don't nothing. fucking care if you know him. If if you were friends with him and he wanted me to do something special for you, I would have already talked to him. Right. Like, and also, you go and asking if he's there. If it's something like, if it's a big know, chain, you... You should know he's not here. You should know he's not there. If you're such close friends, text him or text her. Him. And say, hey, I'm coming in. Are you going to be there? And then you already know. Right. And I've, I've said that to people. They're like, is Mark here? And I'm like, Mark? And like, uh, Mark, yeah, the Mark Packer, the owner. And, and I'm like, oh, no. I've, I've worked here for two years. Like, I've yeah, seen him twice. <laughs> you said, yeah, but he's downstairs getting me another case of Stella. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be back up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I need more ice. God damn it. What's taking you so long, you old fuck? I'm not. I'm tipping you out 10% today. I don't. But, like, and I'm like, um, no, but, like, you can, you can text him. See, I mean, he might be in Midtown. He might be able to pop in. And they're like, oh, well, I don't. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I fucking Have his phone thought. number? Is that where you're going? I don't have his what? You don't have his email address either? Yeah. 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 Oh, you're a good buddy, Mark. Mm-hmm. Such close friends. Uh, Yeah. Um, for all the other customers who were there that night and respecting the rules of the establishment, it is a big deal. On top of that, you also tried to get us to waive the corkage fee, which we found to be the final straw. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, he says, for people like you, the corkage fee should be $200. Fuck yes! <laughs> now he's like laying into her. Nice! For people like you. Yeah, people the, like you. The corkage, that's amazing. He goes on to say, if we could give stars to you, for rudeness and carelessness, we would give you five. <laughs> <laughs> if I could give you zero stars as a person, I, I would. would. Right. Uh, we are definitely happy to not have you near our business again. Great. Yeah, we don't even want you in the neighboring restaurants. Right. He says, like, we <laughs> don't care about the, the stars. Property. We don't care about the stars. We care about not having you in our restaurant. Nice. Um, we certainly don't need your business. <laughs> Great. And or your approval on how to run our restaurant. <laughs> Fuck yourself, Lee. And then he, and he says, uh, he says, please, uh, please take your attitude exactly where you said to Pizza Hut and Olive Garden, <laughs> and don't forget to bring your own food and wine. <laughs> uh, he goes on. We don't care if you like our food. It seems that the eighty guests who attend our classes monthly are pretty happy. We'll stick with them. Uh, he apologizes to the guests who had to witness this. Um, so the only reason you were not asked to leave immediately was to save the embarrassment for the other 70 guests who were having a good time. And we feel we missed the opportunity to give you the third clue. Ooh. <laughs> this review, or this this response, he is serves like as the third one. into her, yeah, I yeah. I love it. Uh, despite the fact that thousands of people attend our cooking classes every year, 
We are sold out for 2013. We have no idea how you got in. Certainly not invited by us. He <laughs> 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 says, says, you should take class on how to respect other people's business. Certainly not cooking classes. You were definitely in the wrong place. But again, first and last time, I can assure you. Um, but my favorite bit is at yeah, the end here where he says, in 25 successful years in the restaurant business, we yeah, learned that individuals like you are only a damage. And then he, yeah. if he hadn't already laid into her, he says, this is probably my favorite insult word because it hurts. It like cuts through people. He says, pathetic. <gasps> I know. It's just such like a, it has such a powerful. It, like it, that word, it feels like someone's punched you. Like right. it doesn't, it doesn't matter like if I'm using it or it's being used against me or it's being used against somebody else. It, I'm like, like, it's like pathetic and the word freak to me. I feel freak, like, yeah. I feel like somebody slapped me. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. right to the gut. Yeah. 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 He says pathetic, useless clowns. And freaks like you're. No, I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. I was like, didn't say that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> See my face. <laughs> I know. No, no way. way. <laughs> He's really murdered her yeah. with words. <laughs> Pathetic, useless clowns, self-entitled, quote unquote, customers, browsing around restaurants where they believe the customer is always right, mm -hmm. so they can get away with doing whatever they want. This time, it did not work. You, find, you found the Italians, and instead of getting a gift certificate and an apology, you were told, don't come back. How refreshing that must be for your circus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think I'm in love with this person. This is Salvatore A, who either owns this restaurant or is a Salvatore, manager. Salvatore, will you marry me? Marry me. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So it must be refreshing for your circus. Your circus. That's Fantastic. This I is love the it. same man who loves one-star reviews and offers incentive if you give them. And yeah. he's going to tear your ass apart. Yeah. If you well, and um, he makes a good point there at the end. I believe, like, and, you know, I've been in this industry for almost 17 years. And it's weird how people will go from acting like normal people in society. They'll get into a restaurant and just have, like, this... Mentality, yeah, right. the sense of entitlement, and um, and, and just I had somebody, it, I don't know, it feels like it's kind of being thrown in your face when people say this. They're like, "Isn't the customer always right?" No, and I'm like, no, no. I will straight up tell you no to that question. Right, like you're not always right. The customer is like, usually actually not right. I'm gonna say like I I work here. Right, I work here. You do not work here. Right. Like, we call you guests because you're guests in our establishment. We are hospitable. We want to make you feel comfortable. We want to get you everything you need. Like, I want you to be happy. Yeah. Because when you're happy, I'm happy. When you're unhappy, I'm not probably happy Unless either. I hate you, in which case I'm happier. Right. <laughs> but, like, life is so easy when you're happy, and I do yeah. want you to be happy. But you come in with this, like, they're like, well, you won't serve me calamari past 5 p.m., yeah, because that's on the lunch menu, and we we don't have any we don't prepped. have any prepped for dinner. Right. Like, well, isn't the customer always right? No, no. Just because you say it doesn't make it so. It's not prepped. Right. I'm right. I'm not gonna. I can't magically produce calamari that's not like because the customer's always right. What do you want me to make you a fucking catfish sandwich too? Like, I don't. What? I work at McDonald's. Right. Like, you want something off the menu because the customer's always right? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. That is not like you I can don't order know. from this little mini book called a menu. Right. I don't know where you it. heard that. Yeah. But it's not it's right. Not right. You're not right. Right. Like that was misinformation. That's 
somehow been filtered down to your little pea brain, yeah. and you absorbed it. Yeah, that's always it, – it always blows my mind. Yeah, you're right. When they come in and they think they can do whatever they want, and they're entitled, and like, you – and a lot, most of the time, those people are like the trashiest people, who maybe, maybe this is their one time to flex their muscles and show some authority right. in some way. It's yeah. their outlet. And look, I mean, I, I do this for a living, like, I and I do it a lot. Yeah. And chances my, are you're right, not the customer. Oh, <laughs> right, exactly. Like I, I get paid to do. I always say, like, I'm like, this is why they pay me the big bucks. Right. They're medium bucks, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean, like. They're large bucks that are taken in a little. (laughs) My my clientele now, they're fantastic. I love them. I love my regulars. Like they're they're great. They're respectful. They say please and thank you. Like and I'm like you know they usually have manners. They usually have etiquette. I love that. I'm like yeah. yeah, Let's we can hang out all day. Like you pay my bills. But then when fucking riffraff like lead. (laughs) Goes in and they're right. and she's like, I pretty much work here, or like, or whoever uh, single Mayo is like, I'm gonna seat myself. Cool? No, Where, not cool. Where's the owner? Right. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Marge. Bill Delenemy. Bill Yeah, Bill. Actually, that is his name. Bill-enemy? You must know Bill Delenemy. <laughs> Bladenemy. Whatever. Delenemy. <laughs> All right. Um. Cool. So, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah so I was like, so that was our my little rant um, <laughs> that you hopped in the driver, or the passenger side seat. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the trunk on that. <laughs> Stop the car! <laughs> Let me out. Oh yeah. Uh, so, um, does that yeah. wrap us up for this episode? I. That's all for me. Uh, yeah, I think so for me as well. Again, if you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, uh, corrections, because yeah. again. Yeah. I feel like at the beginning of each episode, we're going over corrections. Yeah. Um, let us know. Yeah, I got to I gotta know about my fuck-ups so I can just yeah. keep on fucking up different shit. Yeah, don't don't bitch at us about stupid stuff because we <laughs> won't say a thing. Um, we have some contact info. We have uh, Logan is a technical genius. And you speak English well. Yeah. <laughs> He's a technological, technological genius. genius. Yeah. And um, he's That's got our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook up. Yeah. And That's they generous can, of you to say. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, go on. And you can find that at, I believe, 86th Podcast. Yeah. Uh, like Facebook. It's all like Facebook.com slash 86th Podcast. Um, same with Twitter. Same with Instagram. Yep. Um, or Twitter you can at 86th Podcast, whatever. Yeah. Um, eight, yeah. 86D. Yeah, yeah, 86D-podcast. Podcast. Uh, yeah, and again, our email address is uh, 86podcast, 86dpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, so let us know if... Uh, if you have any reviews that you think would be um, interesting, like that are unfair or crazy or whatever, or management responses. Or management responses, because... Obviously, I love those. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all right, let us know if you have anything for us. Other than that, that's all for me. And that's all for me. Uh, namaste. Namaste. Namaste.